Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to our big broadcast. We've got James Rollins with us today, talking about his fantastic new book. James, how are you? fantastic now tell us a little bit about this book this is an amazing amazing book well thank you uh, well the story starts when a couple sisters they're both geneticists and they're attacked on two continents one's assaulted in europe while investigating a medieval chapel that's discovered buried underground cavern system and inside that chapel they find the entombed, entombed bones of a neanderthal woman she abducted out of a primate research center outside of atlanta she's a kid along with her research animal a young sign language speaking gorilla and he's got a little bit of unusual himself. Uh, my cast of heroes of Sigma Force are called in to discover, uh, to rescue these women, but also discover what's going on. And they expose a Chinese plot to genetically alter human embryos, all in order to control the next step in human evolution. We've got James Rollins with us today. He joins us live talking about his latest, The Bone Labyrinth, and uh, an amazing, amazing book. What, what caused the great leap forward on this book? Well, that's a big historical mystery that I always love to explore in my novels, and in this case, uh, this is a mystery that goes back 50,000 years. We do know just uh, for about 200,000 years, our human brains have been about the same size, same shape, same anatomy. Yet about 50,000 years ago, there was a sudden spike in art, ingenuity, in weapon development, in civilization, and anthropologists don't know why that occurred, why suddenly, out of, after being pretty stat- stagnant for almost 200,000 years, there was a sudden spike, and they call the spike the Great Leap Forward, baffled anthropologists. There's various theories on why it occurred. Uh, most common accepted theories is at the time early man began to migrate out of Africa and into Europe, um, and they were exposed to new lives, I mean, new challenges, and maybe that was stimulated. But there's various theories. Uh, there's a new theory that's being propagated right now. It's sort of exciting. It deals with genetics and, who, and where we came from as a human species that might explain the Great Leap Forward and possibly hint at another Great Leap Forward that may be just around the corner. James Rollins with us today. The Bone Labyrinth is his latest. Uh, you, you did a lot of uh, research in China. Tell us about this. I did. I mean, I, I love to go ahead and, and explore new places and shine lights in new places. And I also, whenever I travel, I, I like to walk up to somebody and, and say, tell me a secret about this place. Tell me something that nobody knows about this place. And I spent a week in Beijing, and I ended up asking that to a gentleman there. And he told me, well, you know, what people don't know about Beijing is that there's an entire underground city beneath the, beneath the ground. It was built during the Soviet era, so if the Russians ever attacked, the entire population of Beijing can recede underground. It still exists, though it has crumbled a bit to ruin. There's some collapsed sections, but most of it's still down there. They have secret entrances throughout the entire city. And matter of fact, during the Tiananmen Square crackdown, that's the way the Chinese government moved troops into positions. Even tanks were moved to position by rolling them through this underground city. It's still there. And when I learned about that, I thought that's a cool place to set a story and to maybe blow some things up. <laughs> well, you know, that, that's, that, that, that's always a good time if you're going to blow, be blowing things up. We've got uh, James Rollins with us today. The Bone Labyrinth is his latest. Um, you created enemies within our own borders. Tell us about this. Right. It's, it's 
something that most people aren't aware of. It's, it's a new national threat that's actually concerning the, the uh, National Security Agency. Is that currently a, we have a lot of foreign nationals in our graduate programs, which is, is mostly great for the most part. But about, like, for example, half the physics doctorates from the U.S. universities were awarded to, to foreign nationals. And in the past, most of those uh, people stayed here. And so we were able to sort of capture a lot of these people and have them, you know, join our country and make a service to us. But nowadays, they're taking their diplomas and they're leaving. And so much of the education of this education is also underwritten by the American taxpayer through grants and financial aid. And why this is a concern is that not only are we shipping intellectual capital abroad, uh, we're creating our own market competitors, because science, scientists and engineers are ultimately driving innovation, and we're basically teaching these foreign countries you know, how to maybe compete with us and potentially uh, also open up a national security risk. We've got James Rollins with us today. He joins us live here on the telephone, talking a little bit about the bone labyrinth, which is his latest. Um, there's a new human species in this book. Tell us about the bone labyrinth's new human species. Right. You know, when I was writing this novel, I had to keep tweaking it because our understanding of who we were in the past kept changing. We kept, they kept adding new branches to the human family tree. You know, when I started this novel, I, uh, there was a roughly accepted fact that about 2 to 4% of our human genome uh, probably came from Neanderthals, that we were interbreeding with, the, with, the, with these early hominid Neanderthals. But over the course of running this novel, more and more information came, started coming out, the fact that there was another hominid species that was, run, that was on the planet concurrently with us that we also bred with and added a gene, specifically it was a gene that was added to the Tibetan people so that they can, they can survive at high altitudes. And also another species that's unknown. We do know that they contributed to our DNA, but we don't know exactly who it was, who this was, or, who, or where they were living at. Uh, so again, it's a nice little mystery to maybe explore from the pages of a thriller, and that's exactly what I do. We've got James Rollins with us today. Mysteries of the Moon. You include the moon in on this. Uh, tell us about that. Yeah, you know, I consider myself, you know, fairly well educated, and, and I've experienced a few eclipses over my time, but I, I've never really questioned how odd an eclipse is. And when eclipse occurs, a total eclipse, the, the moon fits perfectly over the face of the sun. We've all seen that. Yet, the fact that that happens is rather strange. And the reason that it happens is that the moon is actually one four hundredth the size of the sun while sitting one four hundredth the distance between the sun and the, and the earth. That's the only reason you get that perfect symmetry. No other moon here in our solar system matches that. No the moon ever discovered matches that symmetry. Uh, the old famous science fiction writer Isaac Asimov once described this odd alignment as the most unlikely coincidence imaginable. So, if you, it, you know, in this novel, I explore that that strangeness of that coincidence, and also some other mysteries involved in the moon, including a mystery involving Neil Armstrong, the first man to walk on the moon. We've got James Rollins with us today. He joins us live here on the broadcast. And uh, jamesrollins.com is the official website. And uh, what do you want readers to take away from your writing? Well, first, I, I write to entertain. You know, I want people turning the pages late into the night. I want the heart pumping, blood pounding. And, uh, but I also hope that when they turn that last page and close the book, I, I have left them with something to think about. As a matter of fact, at the end of all my novels, I have a what's true and what's not section where I sort of pull back the curtain and let you know where the story came from and how much of it's true, so that if any of the history elements or the scientific elements intrigue anybody, they can pick up those breadcrumbs and follow them from there. Awesome stuff. We've got uh, James Rollins joining us today here on our broadcast, talking about the Bone Labyrinth. Now, uh, w w with this book, um, who do, who's your target audience? 
Well, my, my goal is anybody that loves uh, loves historical mysteries or likes the scientific stories of Michael Crichton, if, they, if you like something that's full of adventure and suspense, similar to a Clive Custler or Tom Clancy novel, that's also folded in here. Uh, if you want to know if you know, more of maybe where we're headed next as a human species, it's a great place to maybe get a hint of that. 53 minutes after the hour, James Rollins joins us today here in our broadcast. He uh, is uh, an amazing amazing author and uh before we let you go my friend what's next for you as an author and how can fans reach out to you oh next spring comes out uh warhawk it's a continuing adventures of an army ranger and his military war dog uh i love writing that book because i get to write scenes from the dog's point of view awesome stuff well i appreciate it have yourself a uh, wonderful day happy holiday and all that and uh we'll talk to you soon thank you james thank you very much james. appreciate it thank you much James Rollins with us today. We're going to take a time out and uh, come back with more here on our program. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.